0: Shalom Aleichem Rabotai. The Mishnah Yomi is now beginning the fifth chapter in Maser Sheni, And we're actually going to turn to the topic of Kerem Revai, fourth year produce. And this chapter also discusses Vidui Maser, which we'll cover later in quite a lot of detail for Mishnah about the sort of the confession that Maestro have been properly taken. Great, so let's start in with Mishnah Olive Kerem Revai. Literally a fourth year vineyard. Now, vineyard is lav davka. There's a brachot, there's a gemar in brachot lamid hay that says, hey, this Mishnah is not just kerem revai, but it's netta revai with a nun tet ein. And netta just means planting or sapling, so any tree. So, really, these halachot are lav davka not only for a kerem, which is a vineyard, but a netta also, which is any saplings, any trees. So, fourth year trees. Now, recall the first three years are Orla and they're Aser Behana. Now, the fourth year, the trees, the fruit of these trees, the produce has a special status, which we're going to see is very similar to meiser Shani, which is why the halachot of Karimavai and Netzaravai are put here with meiser Shani. So, Karimavai. So, while it's growing, in the fourth year while it's growing, Mitzainin Oto. Because of Adama, we mark these trees, we mark these orchards, these vineyards off with sort of clumps of dirt. So around the edges, they would put dirt. And the bartender explains why clumps of dirt, because dirt is useless right now, but it's going to become useful by growing fruit. So too, the Karen Revi is usher right now but when you bring it to shalim or your podiat similar again to Meister shayne it's mutter and it's it's uh, it's usable bahana you can you can eat it and get benefits michigan Show orla beharsit. you mark fields that are orla that are the first 3 years of trees with harsit, which is a like um, clay like we've heard of a, a kli heris. is it earthenware uh, pottery kind of utensils so, harseed is clay. And Bartner again explains because clay, you can't plant in it. You're not really going to get anything out of it. So, just like clay doesn't give you any benefits, so to the orla is aser behana, you cannot use it. Vishel kavarot and graves, human graves, besid. You marked it with sid, with some sort of, uh, with a, it's really a white plaster. It's called lime. Lime is not the limes that grow on a tree. No, it's not the fruit. It's lime is sort of a chemical. I think it's calcium carbonate off the top of my head. I I hope that my listeners will correct me if I'm wrong, but this lime is this white, uh, rocky chemical mixture that they would pour on it to mark it. Again, the barter explains it's white because bones are white and you're marking graves. So you dissolve the lime, this mineral, in the water and you pour it around the grave to mark it. When do you have to mark off your Orla and your revai On the seventh year. The Bartner explains, like we learned in the Mishnayot Shvit, So everyone's going into each other's fields and taking the Hefker produce on the seventh year, the sabbatical year, the Shvit, so you need to be concerned that they don't take something that's asr Bahana like Orla and Ravai, so you have to make these markings. But on a normal year, according to and Bengamliel, we're not concerned people are going to go into your field and basically that would be stealing. And if so, the partner says Halitehu the v'yamus. There, there's no great English translation for this phrase Halitehu the but it basically means let let him, you know, let the Russia choke on his own crime, on the you know the fruits of his own sin. So he, he would hold that you don't need to mark in normal years. The Mishah continues, those who are modest, and in this sense it means very careful with the mitzvah, they set aside money, and they say, any produce that might be picked you know, by accident from this elu uh, it should be in advance deconsecrated onto these coins. So in that way, if somebody accidentally picks from the orchard of Revai, it's already deconsecrated, and they're not doing an Avera. Mishnah base Kerem Revai Haya Ole It goes to Yerushalayim again, like Ma'aser Sheni. mehalach Yom Echad Lekol Tzad. So, in any anywhere in one day's travel. Now, mehalach is an interesting word because mehalach really typically means Holech, is traveling on your feet, but it could probably include animals that are traveling on their feet, it probably does not include things like airplanes and cars. We use a different verb for that. We use Nosea or Latus, you know. So Mecholach is like, by means of normal conveyance, a one day's distance. What it means is, if your Ravai is within one day's travel to shalim you can't redeem it onto money. You have to bring it to your shalim as is. And the partner explains, this is not so this is Dinderabandon. And the purpose was, kedela ater shuk shalim so, that the shuk, the shukim plural here, in that time, were full of payroot. So, if everybody within a one day's travel to Shalim is bringing their payroot instead of redeeming them and bringing money, you know there's going to be payroot available there to buy when everyone else shows up with their money. The Ezachi Tchumah, and what's the Tchum? We've heard of t'chum Shabbos. So, here's the Tchum of the one day travel to Shalaim to bring in your vine. min minhadarum. this is not a lot at the far south this is a different city the akrabat and a different city from safon lod min ma'arav, lod to the west lod is near the ben gurion airport today the Yarden and the Yarden river to the east perot and once there were a lot of Perot available kinu. they made another uh, establishment another rabbinical degree nifte uh, that you could even redeem the ravai produce onto money, even near the wall of Yerushalayim itself. And this was on condition that when the sages wanted, you know, when there was a need, they could return the halachic situation to what it was before that the Mishnah originally taught everyone within a one day's mahalach to Yerushalayim, could not redeem it, but had to bring the fruits to Yerushalayim, to crown the marketplaces of Jerusalem with all of these perot. Rabbi Yossi, or Rabbi Yossi, there's a different explanation, that before the korban the Tekana was within a day's machalach, you had to bring the fruit, you couldn't redeem it, but after the korban. It, 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 there was no necessity, you know, the, the uh, Nebuch, the Romans, were uh, running the show in Yerushalayim and there's no need to bring them extra payroll. haYa, And the condition was, that when the base of the Mikdash is rebuilt, the matter will return to how it was. And then everyone within a one day's journey, a one day's Mahalak to Yerushalayim, Will not be allowed by rabbinical decree to redeem their revi onto money and bring that. Instead, they have to bring the crops themselves to Jerusalem to fulfill the mitzvah of revai. Now, Rebosai, since since I love all of you, I want to give you fantastic real estate advice. It's kidai right now to try to buy land within a one day's mahalach of Jerusalem, so that when we have our base of Mikdash, it's coming up very soon. You're going to be able to fulfill this, degree, this decree, to bring your fruits themselves into the marketplaces of Yerushalayim. You heard it here first, Rebos. Be well.